This feels like, speaking of which, 2.0. It's a new... Era. New day, new dawn, and we look good. I'm Skylar Hayes. I'm Sammy, and you don't need to know my last name. (laughs) Just kidding, Sammy Benzo. (laughs) Welcome to the Speaking of Which podcast, if you're new here. Especially if you were new to our last episode, or the one before that, or the one before that. Welcome. (laughs) Okay. Yes, last week was pretty rough. Um, If you listened to the short podcast, it was really soon. I was grieving and still am grieving, but I am doing a lot better. And grief is weird. It comes in waves, and today is a really good wave. And tomorrow might not be, but I'm really grateful for all that I've been able to get done and do, but I just want to start and kind of get out of the way, like thanking everyone who reached out to me. There was so many people that reached out to me and that commented on this episode, um, you know, sending your condolences. And there was even a handful of you, which I actually saw that went and donated to the GoFundMe. I do know a lot of your names and I couldn't believe it. And for anybody who took the time to message me and then even more so on top of it, go to the GoFundMe. I want you to know that I cried multiple times and I'm so beyond grateful. Um, It can't replace Jason and everything that he meant to us and his wife and his family and friends. But um, just knowing that we can help Jessica, his wife, you know, get through these tough times with that money is really, really incredible. So thank you, everyone who um, reached out and helped in any way they could. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, what's going so, on? Today's is... been a good day, though. Like, I'm in a great mood. I've gotten so much done. We did a... I Today was probably one of my first photo shoots that I've ever done. <laughs> we did, like, a proper photo shoot. We did a proper shoot. photo shoot. Um, I feel like we could have sat there and taken more, but we kind of got in, got out, did what we needed to do, and it was hysterical. So I'm not sure if we're supposed to be saying exactly what and why we had to do Watch a photo shoot. Watch us go shoot. to jail. But, um, yeah, you guys will know soon. Pretty soon. And it's really exciting. Probably going to be the funniest thing anyone's ever seen. <laughs> and um, it was so fun. When we were asked to provide a photo, um, I, again, it, we might be able to say, but because I'm not sure but while it's we're it's so much recording. more fun to shroud it in mystery. Yeah, like it makes us seem like really like, we're, we're important. A, a, we're a part of a project and we were requested to submit a photo for something and we have submitted said photo and it is amazing. But like when we were asked it uh, and given like the parameters of kind of like what they were looking for, I was like, okay, this is really, really cool, but I felt like we weren't going to be able to provide as well as like, you know, they were hoping we would. And we, we pulled through. We pulled through. We did it. And George helped us. He was like outside with like a fucking leaf, blower, a leaf blower, like trying to make the photo shoot good. <laughs> and we waited until it was like almost dark. So it was like overcast, but perfect lighting. I it felt just like a Kardashian. out really, really well. And yeah. You know, speaking of photo and shoots. So, but wait, hold on. Because now we also took, while we were at it, we're like, hey, should we update? 
the podcast art. Which is a big move While for we us. were at, we've been talking about it because Skylar no longer has a septum. And the photo was like, just honestly, the photo that we chose was just because we actually don't have that many like regular selfies together that aren't us being ridiculous. Um, and I don't know, that was just the only one we had. And we've been talking for a long time about we should replace it. It's so much more polished. But we like, ha we don't ever take like serious photos together. So I'm super happy with the way that it turned out. Let us know if you guys like it. Um, we put it on our stories and obviously begged for compliments and you guys are already I got providing. a marriage proposal. Yeah, and you know what? Um, the amount of messages in the inbox has totally made my day. So, yeah, we're thriving. We look great. Speaking of thriving, looking great, um, saying what we want to say, Mercury is in Sagittarius right now and it is until the 20th or mm. something. Uh, you don't... Uh, should I, I go get my camera? I don't know the I don't date off I don't the top have my of my head. It's not there much longer. It's literally just a few more days that Mercury's in Sagittarius. But I, actually, I think it will be there maybe through the holidays. So I read an interesting article that said when Mercury is in Sagittarius during the holidays, uh -huh. that is when we all need to be very careful about the oh. topics we bring up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I thought first you could maybe relate um, Mercury and Sagittarius and literally... The biggest thing is going to be discussing politics at the Christmas table. Yeah. Well, the thing is, hopefully, um, the holiday table will not be comprised of anyone that you aren't in your household with um, or that people who haven't quarantined or something like that. Honestly, uh, I'm really hoping that that's the case. Mm -hmm. I do think that this year will be different um, just because it's been such a rocky year and hopefully people want won't want to bring that up but you know there's always there's always how would you a few households. how would you use mercury and sagittarius to your mm. advantage instead yeah. of it being that's a great question mercury and sagittarius can be the most profound enlightening um fun definitely like like, it, there's a lot of opportunity to talk about fun stuff and be passionate about that instead of talking yeah, about... Yeah, but also, I think especially because this year has been so... I, I do think that it's hard sometimes for Mercury and Sagittarius to not go beyond the... Like, it's hard because they want to talk a lot of, like, the big picture stuff. So it's a lot of, like isn't this nice that we're all together? Just think about the whole year and, and let's blah, 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 blah. And then it's probably really easy for like uncle fucking Greg to be like, yeah, my ear was shit. Cause you know, Trump mm. lost or whatever. Um, you know, so I don't know, I guess, I, I don't know, Mercury, what do you think? Because there's a do lot of things people, that come up for me. So obviously there's tensions are high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even if Mercury wasn't in Sagittarius, this would be a little boily bit of a year. It would. Um, Do you think that that magnifies it? I think that it? there's... The biggest thing is that we're dealing with eclipse energy. We have huge shifts that are already starting to like be able to be felt like a magnet with um, Saturn and Jupiter going into Aquarius soon. The big well, grand conjunction. I've been a little worried this whole time, but as we're getting closer, I feel excitement generating what about you absolutely um i think that this is what we've been waiting for i've been telling people like just wait to the end of the year it's not over people mm -hmm. we do have a lot of kind of big big 
finale energies coming. Um, but at the same time, if we can just like white knuckle through a few of these big um, transformative, like last minute, like the end. Yeah, no big deal. Then we're going to be entering into a f- different energy that is like a breath of fresh fucking air so that's what we all need right it's now. like exciting because we can feel that change is coming and we know that the change is going to be for the better but we might not see it right away we might just feel it um if you want to watch the video that i posted i talk all about for like at least an hour um the history of saturn and aquarius and some of the things to expect with the grand conjunction coming up Um, with Saturn and Jupiter and also just you know a lot of the big planetary things happening right now so it's on my YouTube channel you can watch it but Mercury and Sag like when you bring that up it's so crazy because it just feels like such a mind like a minuscule thing but you're right like thinking about it and people getting together for the holidays and like Mercury being in Sagittarius I mean the good thing is is that Mars and Aries that's the little <laughs> kicker that I'm a bit worried about. I feel like those um, next to each other. Everyone be... keeps like, I don't know, forgetting. And Mars Mars is a big deal, but it's also an inner planet. So I think people like to linger more on the big changes that are happening with the outer planets. Mm-hmm. But like Mars being in Aries is a mood. <laughs> it is a mood. <clears throat> I um, mean, it will so, definitely so like you didn't, fuel fire. Let's, let's go back to my question because it was a good question. How would you use, let's say you were going to be with family this year. Because, yeah. I mean, no matter what the situation is, people are going to be with their families this year, I'm sure. So if you're one of them, can we give you? Can we give our listeners a tip here? Well, I think it's going to be nice because a lot of people are communicating with their family and friends. and At least there's going to be Zoom calls. Like there's Zoom know? calls and things like that. And they've been communicating. But Mercury and Sag is someone that wants to connect, wants to speak and talk and you know, um, and so it's going to feel when it's time to talk and to either Zoom or phone call or get together with family and friends that have been quarantined and safe. You know, it's going to feel like, oh, my gosh, this is what we've been waiting. This is what we've been missing is this like interaction with other people. Um, I would definitely say that if you're worried, I guess my because you asked me like, what's my biggest tip or what mm-hmm. like for using it to your advantage? This might be maybe like a caution. Um, when Mercury's in Sagittarius, I find this isn't for all astrologers, but I find that uh, if alcohol or substance is involved, um, as it usually is on Christmas, it is. Uh, a lot harder to keep in things that you don't want to say. So funny that you say that because the whole thing that I prepared for today was different perspectives of when to hold your tongue. Sagittarius does not know what that means. They don't want to. They don't Mm want to be told to hold their tongue. As soon as you tell them, there is such a rebellion with Sagittarian energy, especially when it comes to Mercury. Because Mercury is the planet of information. It is, you know, getting things from point A to point B, or depending on what sign it's through, maybe point A to point X. Yeah. (laughs) Or first D and then C and then... A and then F and all over the place if you're Gemini, like me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, think of the world's best Sagittarian energies, like Britney Spears. James Feeney. <laughs> James Feeney. 
I love that he's backed up after Britney Spears. You know, um, Oprah Winfrey has Sagittarian energy. Mm. So you could be having conversations like Oprah. Oprah would know exactly what to say exactly. at the Exactly. So you can use things like Oprah energy and really bring a profound, enlightened, and like welcoming big picture way of thinking and speaking to others. Mm-hmm. So, Or you can come at it like, you know, Britney Spears after a night out. Yeah, that's um, relatable. Which, iconic, love that. I'm talking more so 90s and, you know, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan time. Um, so, I know that you said that they have a tough time. Like, you know, a Sagittarius, Mercury, it's tough. Why? You know, like, it's tough to hold your tongue, right? When it can be. It can be. It can be. I, so, I think, especially when there's substance involved, um, yeah, I... So, I found this little thing from... A, this website called Spirituality and Practice, just this article called Hold Your Tongue, A Practice for Winter Harmony, right? Okay, yeah. And so basically... That's interesting. It was saying, in the Benedictine monastic tradition, there is a spiritual practice called keeping custody of your tongue. The idea is to consciously pay attention to what you say at all times. It's okay to speak your mind and even to express anger, but you must do so with the awareness that harsh words can be harmful. So this is basically... That a little prayer that any of you guys could say if you are at all worried about this. I love that. That's cute. It says, and obviously it's the Benedictine tradition, so it's like, it's a little more formal. Okay. It's, it's, it's all right. We're open. Dear Lord. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> or goddess or, yeah, or goddess, you know, David Bowie, who, David Bowie or, you know, whoever. Bl- blood whoever. of Christ. Hey, Satan. It's fine. So for me... Uh, dear Lord, dear Lord, okay. please help me today to use my tongue in your service by uttering words of love, kindness, praise, and encouragement. Help me to take custody of my tongue so I do not utter words of hate, disrespect, criticism, gossip, or slander. And then basically the next sentence is, after we say this, we're shocked to discover how difficult it is to not say negative things about others. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that's because Written it's by a, a spell and yeah. a prayer. So, <laughs> oh my God, prayer and magic works. Um, I think that that's great. And I think just like the concept around if you're going into a situation where you're hesitant or you're uncomfortable and you feel like you have to do it because what for whatever reason and you don't really want to be around someone or you're obligated because you're it's connected that way, there are really great things to prepare yourself for that you could make yourself a little like a sachet of like herbs and keep Mm -hmm. it in your pocket or your purse or however you can um and just like you know hold on to it and say like i'm i'm at peace and everybody's doing the best the best that they can and just knowing that and saying that or that specific prayer that skylar you know said i know the holidays are a really hard time it's going to be quite difficult for us as well. So I'm just knowing that, I mean, but we're not interacting with people in situations where I feel like I need to keep my mouth shut. I'm not great at keeping my mouth shut anyways. Yeah. So, but. See, like I love my family and mm-hmm. stuff, but some of us definitely have different political views. Yeah. And every, 
I didn't notice that that was something that happened to me yeah. until I noticed that that was something that happened to me, if that makes sense. Gotcha. I, I was never worried about Christmas time, visiting my family, and then being worried that politics would come up. Yeah. But I've noticed that that is something that actually happens to me. Yeah. So... But the, but you're not me, visiting your family this year. Not visiting my family yeah, this year. Yeah, but you'll call them and things like that. Yeah. But Yeah, but for other people who might be or are just in the household with somebody all the time that has different views than them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Good questions. Uh, Mercury and Sagittarius is... I mean, the thing is, is there is a there is a tone of I feel inclusivity with Sagittarius because it's worldwide, it's global, it's like bigger than it's bigger than humanity. It is just consciousness, you know. There is a spiritual. We're just going to be sharing consciousness this Christmas. What more could you ask for? I feel like I feel like as long as somebody else isn't trying to constrict the conversation and like put put parameters and borders and box in the conversation mercury and sag is a really great energy to be able to like let things kind of flow the way they need to i mean but i also love thinking about sagittarius as like a big pocahontas mood Mm -hmm. and like would pocahontas let some fucking family member or friend of a family say something you know, maybe maybe things need to be said. Right. You know what? I'm backtracking. So, uh, no. You know what? Tell them what the fuck. <laughs> tell them what they need to fucking hear. So, All right? You, no, I'm no. on the opposite side of that. So <laughs> you say, and you are someone I've noticed. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that I've noticed, but you sometimes say what's on your mind. <laughs> no, I don't. And <laughs> at what times in your life do you choose not to say something? And it's not because you're like holding back or being inauthentic. That's a good question. At what point? Because there is times where I will. Point, you know, like sometimes it's just not necessary. What are the moments in your life where you choose not to say something? So I have worked really hard on learning not to be codependent. And that's been really hard. I mean, I actually just recently had an experience uh, where it took everything in me not to speak up and say what was on my mind because it concerned me, but it didn't concern me, if that makes sense. So the times in which I am better at keeping my mouth shut is when it doesn't directly involve me, but I might really want to fucking speak up and either defend someone or stop the conversation from happening or speak my own fucking mind because I don't like what's happening you know, but I know that it's not, it might not be my place because it, even though the people involved might be like directly related to me mm-hmm. or like I might be connected to it, if it doesn't involve me, then I really, really try to keep my mouth shut because I come from a family that's super codependent <laughs> and pretty much all the big struggles in my life have come from codependent like tendencies so i've worked really hard on that but if it relates to me at all and i want to fucking say something i will say it mm-hmm. um and then also like if it gets to a certain point where i feel like someone is being violated or it's getting out of hand then i will defend or stand up like i do have like a line but i've been i've worked really hard on like kind of understanding what is and what isn't okay for me like 
to, I have to be vague about what I'm talking about, which is kind of annoying, but the situation that just happened, I wanted very, very much to say something, but, or to like apologize or to like stand up or whatever, but I couldn't do that because I would be doing that on behalf of somebody else. And if they weren't going to do it, then if I were to do it, that's totally <laughs> codependent, you know? But it like it literally drove me crazy. I was like, oh, and I had to work through that. But what about you're pretty good at. See, you're on the opposite end. You need to say things. So I see. And you literally will go. That's the Libra in you, though. But you will literally go until you are sick. <laughs> like, physically ill before you even sort of mention what you need to be saying. Or that you know you want to say. Yeah. So, yeah, I find myself on the opposite end of that spectrum. But, um... You know, like sometimes there are aspects of that that are just innate personality traits. Yeah. Right? I'm someone that in it's not that I enjoy I I don't find myself like you do in situations where like I'm involved. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I find myself a lot more of being an observer for things, right. you know? And things are not my place. Right. And also I think it comes back to the way that I see myself in my life and like the way I would never say something to somebody else in a situation if I have ever been like on the opposite end. Like if I've ever been like, I wouldn't give advice that I wouldn't take, you know, like I don't feel comfortable saying things to people if I haven't lived that, you know, or if I haven't, I'm much more reserved with my opinions. And if I, if I'm sharing my opinion with somebody, it's because that that opinion has to be shared right right? yeah i'm much more held back with those types of things and i like i like people first of all ask me first right like i'm not an unsolicited giver of deep oh i am deep thoughts and deep opinions but really mostly just to you (laughs) now that i think about it yeah i don't do that to most people but i definitely do it to you Thank you. It's appreciated. It makes, it makes me think about things. <laughs> but I, I don't know why that is. Uh, my Mercury is in Libra, as we know. So okay. like that explains a lot. Mm-hmm. But and I, your moon. But I do feel right now, like during having Mercury in Sagittarius right now. Isn't your Venus also? My Venus is in Libra in also. Libra? Okay. Yeah. Mercury and Venus. And, and your moon. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And then what? My son's in the house of Libra or something astrological like that. But (laughs) so the things that I share, I I, I can feel right now with Mercury in Sagittarius that I feel more sherry. Okay. Right? I feel more bold with my thoughts and opinions and uh the communication is flowing. So, like, it's just interesting for me to live inside a different energy than, like, where yeah. I live at. I think that right now is a great time because Mercury in Sagittarius is a very, like, retrospective. It's a very, like, if we're ending the year, especially on a year that we just had, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We all went through big, big difficulties, struggles, changes, you know, everything is different. Mm-hmm. 
And to end the year with Mercury and Sagittarius for, you know, the majority of the month and things like that, it's nice because it's allowing us to get really good perspective on what we went through, what the big picture is and where we want, like how it's changed us and how we want to move forward. But it gives us like freedom to not be so serious about it. So it's more, it's not, it's not as like rigid of like, where are we going? We need to plan. It's like, wow, let's take a look at all that we've been through. Let's take a look at where I'm at right now. What do I want? Where do I want to go? What is what is the meaning of me and life and us? <laughs> and, and then, you know, moving forward that way. So do you want to hear, according to experts? <laughs> Who are the experts? Um, a psychologist. Don't hit the microphone. I'm not. I didn't. Okay. I knew I was there. It was so crazy. Do you want to hear the Do you hear what the five I times hear? you should hold your tongue? No, because s- I don't like when people tell me what I should and shouldn't and do. And see if you agree with any of these. Okay. Okay. I'm probably now, this, disagree with all of them. Just this first off. one, though, I think most people will agree on, and mm. it actually has like a beautiful little tiny story attached to it that really moved me, and it made me think about when I choose to use my words. So this is um, way one, or like situation one, where you should just hold your tongue and not say anything. Yeah. When you're not sure what to say. False. I'm a Gemini. I will always say what I want immediately when I have the thought, and I will not (laughs) apologize for it. Just kidding. My Mercury's in Taurus, so I actually, even though I'm a Gemini, my brain is going really fast, and sometimes if I'm hyper like now, I can talk really fast without thinking, but... I'm very grateful, just so I know. Just so just so everyone knows when I'm answering this, my Mercury is in Taurus, so I feel like that helps me a bit mm-hmm. um, to like think before I speak, but... So the little story attached know. to it actually comes from Hoda, from host of the Today Show. Oh, okay. Which I thought was sweet. You know, put a face to the name. Mm, okay. And so this is her little story. My dad passed away when I was in college. I was taking an exam shortly after it happened, and I couldn't focus. I picked up my backpack and walked out of the class. The teacher said, if you leave, you're going to fail this test, and that's going to hurt your average. I'm not sure you'll pass this class. I just kept walking. My dearest friend, Peggy, picked up her backpack and followed me out. I walked to this place called the Duck Pond, where it was just very mellow. I sat on a picnic table, and she sat next to me without saying a word. I'll never forget it. After about five minutes, I looked at her and I said, oh my God, and I started talking about my dad's death. Now, if she had been asking me, are you okay? What do you need? I don't know if it would have worked in that situation. We both just sat quietly. Sometimes you just need to stop talking because in silence, the truth comes out. And I felt like that was a very little moving story from Hoda. Oh, that was really nice. I I really agreed with that. I feel like I've been in those situations where I just... Or someone has something horrible has happened and I've been with somebody and just offered my presence instead of my words. I mean, that's what you did for me this past week when, you know, Jason passed and I was coming to you and just crying multiple times. And you were just really great about sitting there and kind of listening and nodding. And and you do that for me all the time when I have breakdowns. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm grateful because I don't really want you to say anything. I want to say the things, you know. Because mm. if I wanted to cry in peace, I would do it. I would do it by myself <laughs> in quiet. But There's something um, about having someone. I feel like people underestimate the power of their silence in, yeah. in in positive ways. I agree. You know, I feel like if you worry about saying the right thing, 
like this thing is saying, if you're not sure what to say, feel free to just not say anything and then just make sure that you communicate through your silence and through your presence that you're just there to listen i love that good luck all you people who have mercury and sagittarius or mercury and gemini in your chart good luck with that that. um however also that one's probably the most potent for you if you do know your mercury placements Mm -hmm. um yeah sometimes just not saying anything is probably the best the best thing to say is nothing yeah so this is situation two okay You'll disagree with this one. Okay. (laughs) Probably. Reason to to keep your mouth shut. When someone is wrong on the internet. Okay. No. (laughs) They need to know. They need to know. Um, Not Uh. only are they wrong, if they're at all slightly offensive, it could be just personally to me, I will clap back. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Honestly, at this point, it's fun for me. And it's, it's... if you're going to try and troll me or hate on me, then I feel like it's fair game for me to do the same to you. And Absolutely. I don't know. That's that's not my greatest strength. That's not my best trait, but we all have our flaws and, you know. So I am a scroller pastor 90% of the time. You will screenshot, share, but you won't reply. And you'll <laughs> talk shit about things like... In other secret conversations. I, I am a Libra. Yeah, so... Moon. Obviously, yeah. I'm a Virgo sun. People always keep getting that confused. Um, so, yes, I do have a little bit of a problem with gossip. Yeah. Um, but so, I love that because you fit right in with, like, Imogen and me and you and, like, screenshotting things and then us talking mm-hmm. shit about them is, like, the way you reply. But I'm the one that's in there, like, if you and Imogen, like, screenshot something and put it in our group chat... I'm the first one that, what do I say every time? Go comment. Yeah, I'd be like, can I go comment on that? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I say something? Please, can I say something? And you guys will be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so for me, I sometimes start to panic. Like, let's say I see something where I'm like, oh my God, this is so wrong. This is so awful. I start yeah. commenting. And then I panic that I actually don't know anything, that I'm wrong. I mean. And, and then that's <laughs> the way my brain works. I'm... So this is reason three to keep your mouth shut. When, <laughs> okay, I probably disagree with this too. When you told him so. What? It's like, you know, you okay, let me just read the brief description. Oh, of it. like when you're like, you told warned you so. someone. So it says, something goes wrong. And you say, didn't I warn you? Didn't I tell you this is going to end in disaster? At some point later on, you might say, honey, maybe we shouldn't ever do that again. But hold your tongue on gloating. As Gloria Steinem says, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. It can make other people bitter or resentful or hurt their feelings. If these are people you love, a little diplomacy and a little tact and a lot of silence can go a long way. So this is, to me, a really big Sag thing, actually. Um, Sagittarian energy can be quite righteous. They can be quite blunt. I told you so. Um, I, I don't know if it's the only sign that gives off I told you so vibes, but they definitely will not. They they That energy is one of the first ones I do feel like that would be like, well, told you, or, you know, you should or shouldn't do this. Like, it can be quite righteous if it's in a challenging aspect. So, I mean, obviously there's good things, there's challenging things to everything, but I do think that um, a lot of Sagittarian energy can come across quite blunt Mm -hmm. and very rude, Um, but it's mostly because they just say what they want and they don't really think that, you know, whatever but it does have quite 
I told you so energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just, you know. I think this is one of those things that I be, do find myself doing. I am and I told you, you so. That's person. very Virgo, very Sagittarian. Um, Libra, maybe more so like, again, behind closed doors. I told her so. Yeah, I told her it would happen and look <laughs> what happened. But like and in, in person, it might mm-hmm. be very much like, whoa, I'm so sorry. I kind of thought that might happen but the you know like me, the virgo in me feels very confident saying i told you so to people yeah uh i feel like i don't do that all that much out of the, everything that you've said um i feel like if i were to do it to someone it would be you just because <laughs> <laughs> i'm an easy told you so person but i wouldn't be like it would be like i knew that would happen mm-hmm. like um I, I told know. you. But you definitely are a I told you so kind of person. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I disagree with that one. I say t- always tell him so. <laughs> always tell him that you are right. Reason four, <laughs> reason four to hold your tongue. We're both going to disagree with this one. Okay. When it's TMI. No. Right? Always share. Always share and then overshare and then share too much of oversharing. Um, you know, my mom was a Sag. My grandma's a Sag. I come from very outspoken women who, you know, just go way too far. I love TMI. And it's also like a cultural thing, I think, how people view holding in certain things. It just, that mm-hmm. that depends so much. Yeah. I think and TMI. I, I, yeah, I feel like our generation is the generation of TMI. Much more open TMI. Yeah. Just because, like, who cares anymore? It, I feel like there's something about being in a situation where you're sharing too much information and it almost makes it so that it's like a trusting, like, I'm going to share this much with you. Like, if oh, you, if you have you. to be like TMI, it's because it, you're comfortable in that mm-hmm. situation or that you like trust that who you're with is like going to take it well. Um, I mean, maybe it's TMI if you're like, again, with Uncle Greg and he's clearly told you that like he's against gays and you like go into explicit detail of you and your lovers like. Yeah. rendezvous Exploits. you know <laughs> like that might be a no no tmi yeah because like but every like, morning during my morning poop yeah I, i'll go to work i take my morning poop for about 10 minutes yeah I'm and I, t- I talk to imogen the whole time okay i'm like okay i'm starting my morning poop we've got 10 minutes what do we talk about yeah right? would that be an example of tmi no or yeah yeah that would be but like i feel like but that's, that's great a, that's a great thing you know that's i feel like every thing. day we bond over you it. put aside time for a friend yeah you know like let her know the status if it's liquid if it's solid like what the situation okay, that, is that day yeah okay and then this is this is reason five to <laughs> sure. hold your tongue people mm-hmm. let's see if we agree when someone especially a teenager is pushing your buttons Say that one again. I kind of when someone out. <laughs> when when someone is pushing your buttons, instead of reacting, just holding your tongue. It depends on the situation, but let's talk I mean, generally. What are they implying? Like, don't the, snap on that person if they're pushing. Here, your buttons? Let me read you the example. Yeah. Okay. In politics, we say you can never get in trouble for something you didn't say. In my most disciplined days, which are few, I have managed to apply it to two of the toughest terrains known to mankind, marriage and raising teenage girls. <laughs> like political opponents, husbands and adolescent girls are scholars of pushing one's most delicate hair trigger buttons, sometimes making us utter things we regret, and that will be used against us later. But if you must say something in the heat of the moment, here is a lesson of advanced politics. Shoot the king, kill the king. You need to be right. And this is from Mary Madeline. 
political consultant who worked um, on various vice presidential campaigns. I feel like... Oh, what what do you think, actually? You, you go first. I'm not... I'm a person that can get upset by what people say to me, but uh-huh. I am not uh, a reactor, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not someone that... If someone pushes my buttons, I'm not... I know. A reactor. You're still here with me. <laughs> right? So clearly you're all right. <laughs> my goal every day is to push your buttons. Oh, until like I explode. Oh, <laughs> I hate when you say that. Um, what about you? I know I know you have people in your life that push your buttons. Like I know that I they do. I do. Um, you're a reactor not to them, but definitely once you like hang up with them. Yeah, I so the thing is is like I I know I'm a reactor. But again, I've worked really hard at reacting not in the current situation. My problem is is that I don't My problem. I don't want to be the person that like if I'm like on a phone call, I'm really angry, but I'm keeping it like keeping it cool. Keeping it cool. I hang up the phone, I let go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person that doesn't afterwards get a clear head, get time to think about how I feel and address it with that person later. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like I can boil over in the moment. And if I kind of let some of the like intensity of like what I'm feeling and wanting to say, like come out after or like separate, I can then go back with a better level, even keeled mind and mouth. What, what in your chart do you feel like makes you a person that boils over like that? Um, probably Venus and Aries. Probably, um, I think all the Mercury in my chart just is has a hard time keeping my mouth shut. Um, probably. I, I mean, you're just like ah, gotta say something. Yeah, I mean, my Sun is in the ninth house. My Mercury's in the ninth house. Uh, of Gemini. Of that's uh, well Sagittarius if you're gonna link it with the houses. Okay. So you know, yeah. But um, I feel probably probably that my Venus is in Aries. I feel like I don't know my mm-hmm. person the way I identify. But anyways, um, you know, maybe like the ninth house placements. To be honest with you, know, you. <laughs> you know, like when you're cooking pasta, you've got the lid on and it's yeah. about to boil over, and then suddenly it just simmers all the way back down. And it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I feel like that's me. That is you. That's not me. I boil over, and you have to scrub it off of the top. <laughs> you of the gotta stove. scoop up the bubbles and yeah. throw them back in. Yeah. Um, I feel like also I, I what. It's more so what gets me going mm-hmm. to where I feel like I'm boiling over. And it's mostly, again, things that are either passive aggressive or codependent. Mm-hmm. And that's because I have like trauma and deep rooted like Chiron placements when it comes to codependencies and passive aggressive things. So, I mean, that's really the only thing that gets me really. So, let me pull a card for you. When was okay. the last time we did that? That sounds great. I think, you know, two weeks ago, but let's do it. What is that? Oh, okay. I was like, why is that? Um, so this is what I'm going to pull for you. Okay. Tomorrow, Samantha Menzo, you. Tomorrow? Okay. Tomorrow, you're something. What deck are you every, using? I'm using the Gill Tarar by Elizabeth Josephine Tarar. Gill. Tarar. <laughs> so tomorrow, you know, inevitably, when, what tarot situation like when you recognize it happening, mm-hmm. when this situation happens to you tomorrow, it's going to be a cue to smile to yourself and hold your tongue for at least 15 seconds. What am I doing tomorrow? Are you crazy? Are you working? I am working. 
So, okay, let's say someone annoys you on the phone. Ooh, and I can already tell you what it's gonna <laughs> be about. So when this, when this happens, yeah, hold your tongue okay. for at least fifteen seconds. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I mean, I already kind of know like. Well, I don't. What it can involve, so. Let's see. What situation is Samantha going to hold her tongue on tomorrow? What's going to be the energy of the situation? Instability. Eight of cups. <laughs> <Okay>, fucking mood. <laughs> Instability. So Yikes. I, I'm going to say as soon as there's going to be a moment, right, where everyone is running off in different directions, right? Mm -hmm. No one's going to be on the same page about something. People mm -hmm. are going to go in different directions. They might not even realize they're all going in different directions. And it's going to completely make you go bonkers for a minute. So when that moment hits, you're going to have to take a deep breath and wait 15 seconds before you say anything. How's that sound? Yeah, I do a lot because I work from home mm -hmm. currently with like, I have to respond either in email, on the phone, or text message because I'm not in person with the people anymore. So that gives you a good so 15 seconds. So that's been helpful because I've done a lot of like <laughs> typing really fast immediately and then like deleting <laughs> and then typing something else and then deleting and then rewording it and then deleting and then not sending it at all. So... What do you um, think of the Eight of Cups as instability, by the way? That's so interesting. That is. Um, I like it. I don't know if I, I have don't, any thoughts I don't right now. It. I'm I looking at the cards. They're quite, like, pippish in this deck. Yeah, but they've got some so, stuff in there. It looks like... Yeah, the image that we're looking at almost looks like a brick number eight. And it's orange background. There's, like, cracks. And there's, like, cups that are pouring out teardrop-looking waters droplets and then there's like <laughs> rocky waves underneath the eight droplets. this is very like sesame street looking to me doesn't it oh no i don't see that oh okay at all. <laughs> I, I like it i know i love um, it it's very nostalgic what do you think here let me pull a card for you what can i open up about tomorrow instead of like what no, can let I... me freaking ask the question oh okay okay so um tomorrow what what is something that has been needing to be said that you either can think about more or talk about? <laughs> <laughs> That's so annoying. What's, what energy is needing to be expressed? What situation what? or experiences? need some you know well, i can't really think of anything need some <laughs> so we're, okay we're, we're, we're gonna have to let the cards i could literally list 10 things right now for the, you <laughs> we're gonna have to let the cards take me away okay let's see what does skylar need to spill tea on or what does he need to think about or talk about that he is at least write about in my diary what is what is he holding his tongue on that he needs to let go of that's a good question <laughs> dumb dumb <gasps> Dominion, two of wands, a white hooded veil figure in a bright blue background with a big number two with the word Dominion. Very interesting. I feel like my future plans, like my... Yeah, which way are you going to go? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? What, what do, do I want? Do? What What's my want? vision for myself? Yeah. Um, and why are you in a cloak? 
I'm in a cloak? I don't know. I mean, it's really light. It's really positive looking, even though it's like dominion. Like, I definitely think about choices and yeah. I don't know. I had the most amazing conversation with George last night. Did you? Yeah. Like, him and I were up till like four or five in the morning, like I said, and we were just like. Okay, but literally earlier, he's like, I was up till like 7 a.m. It felt like it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I went to bed at like at five. Wow. I saw like the crack of the sun coming up, and that never happens to me. So nice. I was like, oh my God, I'm crazy. Yeah, you're so crazy. And so we had like the best conversation about like life and like what we're going to do with ourselves, like when we grow That's up. That's awesome. You know? When we grow up. Okay. And so, <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. And so like, we were. I love Skylar and George's bromance together. It's it's so great. I was sleeping. Yes, and we were talking about like my, like what the future has in store, and yeah. for for me, yeah, right. Like what am I gonna do? Yeah, right. Like what are we gonna do when right. our lease is up in March? Mm-hmm. Like what, what the we're... hell is our next step? Where are we yeah. all going? You yeah. know. What's happening? So much has changed, like, with what we, with what we moved down here thinking. And, like, I mean, for anyone who's new, or just as a reminder, we moved down here literally (laughs) as as we were driving. Less than a year ago. As we were, we moved down in the middle of March. We moved from Michigan to Florida um, for, like, career opportunity, basically. Rented a house on the way. And literally on the (laughs) way down is when the U.S. started, like, panic buying toilet paper, but there wasn't, like... Yeah. There wasn't anything that actually had really start to... Happen yet. Happen yet. Like, there were no lockdowns, like, There was, like, like a hundred cases. Yeah, and there were, you know, literally, like, a week later, two weeks later, um, we were completely shut down, locked down in a house that we didn't have anything... We hadn't even gotten our like container full of furniture. We were eating like Thai food, Indian style, on the floor in the kitchen, playing Mm -hmm. like a ten dollar cheap game of chess that we bought at like Walmart when we first got down here. And you know, this it's so much has changed. There's so many things that we could do and so many options and. I like that I that's how, about... I liked how fun it was just to talk about all the possibilities. That's like, awesome. That was fun. That's good. I felt like... Uh, explore that, right? Yeah. Like, what are the possibilities for like what it means to be alive, man? <laughs> okay, very Mercury. Mercury and Sagittarius. I love it. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had that conversation. I'm sure that we'll talk more about it and, like, also... Oh, yeah, lots of stuff. You know, like, but that's a good thing for you to take a look at. Like, we were what thinking do you of, want? We were thinking like, of what? building tiny houses. I am so fucking down for that. Like, such a dream, right? You want to buy a plot of land, build a bunch of tiny houses on it, and then... It's such a good a investment. Like, such a good freaking investment, especially right now. Oh, and I, I told George, it. I was like, I'll learn how to change out a drill bit. I'll learn you how to know how to change out a drill bit. Yeah, now I do. I know you. Look and good. so I'll, I'll learn how to screw drywall into the wall. You know, it's like, so easy. And actually, when you know it and you're doing it, like you're like, oh my god, I'm literally I'm incredible. Literally Tim the Tool Man. Taylor. Yeah, if yeah. I was ever stranded on an island, like they always give the scenarios for vegans, I could not only survive. I can build a. I can hut. build a. Hut as long as I've got my Dewalt of... drill, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And if not, then we're goners again. So what's something that you're really looking forward to for the end of 2020? Like, what's one thing that you're, like, really looking forward to? 
my whole life I've loved New Year's Day's feeling uh-huh. of a brand new year. I love seeing the ball drop. I love seeing, like, I know I'm going to love seeing 2021 with fireworks behind it. And Cute. That is always aesthetically pleasing to are me. Are you to a see. little apprehensive about it not feeling like a, a true new year, or you feel like you'll. I'll, I'll definitely you'll feel make like it. it's. Every year I feel like it's a new year no matter what, even okay. if I'm staying exactly where I'm at. And yeah. It's the same. It feels yeah. totally fresh and new to me. Cool. Because I know some people are like, I just don't identify emotionally with the calendar new year yeah i definitely do i really enjoy calendar new year i normally do but i can tell the way i feel right now about christmas and things like that especially because we're i'm so used to growing up in a climate where it's like winter and cold and like the the holiday season yule christmas all the holidays is like part of new year's and the fact that it's like 80 degrees right now in florida that already is throwing me off and then like put a lockdown pandemic like you know always tough it's a bit bit weird love but um that's cool i'm glad that you're looking forward to starting anew i guess that wasn't the answer i i thought i don't know what i thought you'd say i'm looking forward to that obviously i'm looking forward to getting presents yeah, you're definitely one of your love languages is receiving presents. Um, I was telling my person that it's not my boyfriend, boyfriend, maybe not boyfriend. I don't know what the hell's going on there. <laughs> I, I, was, I was telling him. Wow. I, that was a journey we just went on. <laughs> I was telling him I love gifts. Yeah. Right? And I was like, however, it's not my love language to give gifts. But, no, it's not. And I was like, not because I'm a terrible piece of shit. It's just like, I don't think about buying someone a gift until it's too late. Yeah. Right? You know what I heard about love languages the other day? I don't know if it was TikTok or meme or what the fuck I saw, but it was, do you show yourself love, like Mm self-love with your own love language? And I was thinking about that. (laughs) Like my biggest (laughs) one is physical touch. So... so (laughs) Girl, we know what you do. That's already, you know. That's taken care of. I'm good on that one. So I was like, all right, well, what's the next one? Uh, The next one is, I mean, I really love validation, words of validation. And I'm so not good at that for myself. Like I am, you know, most people are really hard on themselves. But I think especially this year, I've gone down a rabbit hole in my own mind of like, you know, needing mm-hmm. some work on that. So yeah. your I think your number one, and you can correct me if you're not, your number one love language that you like to receive is like gifts. Well, it just doesn't sound right. Why? When you say that. Some be- I know my other best friend is like that as well. It like de- <laughs> it she's gift giving and gift receiving. Like it just, that is It depends on the type of relationship. If I'm in a romantic relationship, yeah. it is quality time. Okay. That's a lie. <laughs> Wait, you know what? That's physical a close. Touch. No, absolutely. Physical in touch. A, physical in a romantic t- relationship? Physical touch? You? I am repulsed by touch sometimes. Okay, I don't know, it's very confusing. Just because you like physical so touch confusing. doesn't mean that it's your number one love language. You've literally told me stories about how you're like, I just don't, you know, I, I, just, you know, I just want my space. I but, love my sp- It's so confusing. But like, I, I... No, that gift giving is not your love language. So how, like, what is, like, how do you mm-hmm. show love to other people? How do I show love yeah. to other people? 
Like if you like out of like the love languages, like what do you think you naturally do um, more? It's funny because the way that I show my like love and affection and loyalty to people is not any of the any of the love languages that are like accepted. I don't think. <laughs> okay, she needs to be different. Let's, I have to let's be different. hear this. Um, what is it? I think uh, I think I've said this before. Like I am undyingly loyal uh-huh. right like even if you were a Absolutely. murderer yeah i once i pledge allegiance right that's... <laughs> pledge allegiance to sammy menzo <laughs> once like once someone enters my inner circle yeah. that's where they are yep. and then they don't leave yeah and uh, i feel like i am not so much like a physical touch you know i love no. i love quiet time i like love gifts no but those aren't the ways that i think i show love. even in the times where like you know and i'm crying and you're like come here <laughs> Because you know that's what I need. I need a hug. It's like you hug me, but like you like have to really prepare yourself for it because you don't really want to do it. That's not true. And those- I mean, you do, but like I can tell that you're like, it's <laughs> not for you. It's for me. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to be the guy that's like a bear. Yeah. Hugger. You're not and a bear. <laughs> I've tried so hard to be a bear hugger. I'm just... Yeah. I don't know. Something about that's just not like your. That's not your way. Like I think that quality time is the loyalty thing. You know, yours (laughs) just goes like really, really intensely. And I mean, just that's my biggest thing that I like about the way that you give me attention (laughs) is uh, is us just being like in the same space together. And like Mm -hmm. that's that's what you give me is like your presence. And that's good for me. <laughs> I love that. But... I feel like you need a loyal presence. But how do you... Because this, this you're question... A, you're a reigning type. I do. And you know what's so funny? We've mentioned this before, but like Skylar, for whatever reason, you know my archetype with him. You know, sometimes it's amped up for the podcast, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's not. It's just really... Ins- you know, I feel like I can come off very bullying because that's more so like a big sister. Because you're I the bully, bully archetype? Yeah. And I like... I harp on you and I'm like, you know, intense, dominating. But that is the type of people <laughs> who are just spit that Skylar consistently draws to him. I'm the year of the dog. All of the fucking women that I've ever seen that he is friends with is the same exact archetype as me. Like, I can name at least three women that I know that Skylar is extremely close with that are like, that treat him the same as I do. What can I say? So, yeah. But I... Like I said, once someone enters the circle, they're in it, right? Sometimes you just keep drawing us like (laughs) moths to a flame (laughs) but okay the reason why i asked you this was because of that that saying like do you show yourself love with your own love language you know like i am i I would call myself loyal to myself good we've talked about that before when we were floating in the ocean on drugs one day Speaking of which, which. we gotta go. All right, this is done. That was great. Um, Yeah, no, you're definitely loyal to yourself, but you'd rather be loyal to someone else, I think. I wonder... I think you're loyal to people who allow you to be loyal to yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I think that's a good dynamic Ooh, with us. That's juicy. Because you're extremely loyal to me and other people that I know in your life. But you're really good at finding those people who give you your space or that, if not give you your space, then, like, allow you to do your thing and mm-hmm. just require... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how else to, to break it down without... I feel like I'm kind of a strange person. You feel like you're kind <laughs> of a strange person? Yeah, I wish I can't. I think I just I had can't. a realization. Listen, <laughs> I might listen. not be like other the people. The photo shoot that we did earlier, guys, gals, and in betweens. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. The photo shoot that we did earlier. Once it's all completed from the end of who uh, you know requested it, we can and ask her if we good, can post some. On I that. would love to share the rest of the photos that we took. And the quote on the post is just going to be, Skylar, you know, I think I might be just like a really weird person. <laughs> End quote. Skylar Hayes. Speaking I'm not of like which other podcast. girls. I'm, not, I'm super easy. <laughs> oh, okay. But last question. So oh, we're question talking about again. this loyalty thing, right? Or not? Oh, okay, no loyalty. I have always wondered, is it... I, I feel like sometimes I give off, like, the impression that it's easy to enter Skylar's inner circle. Oh, it's not. <laughs> and I always thought that it was easy to enter no. my inner circle. It's In fact, I'd say it's one of the most difficult, Impossible. difficult entry requirements yeah. possible to actually enter Skylar's You know what's circle. weird is that there are a lot of people that I know that, like, you interact with that you might make them feel like they're a part of your inner circle, mm-hmm. but they're not. Do you know what like I mean? Who? I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing, and it's not that it's like, oh, I don't want them to be like. It's just that, like I'd say, you know, you'll still interact with people, and you'll make them feel like really like you know, you still have friends and acquaintances mm-hmm. and things like that that you feel close with. But for someone to really, I feel, be like deeply in your circle. Mm-hmm. That ain't for no bitch. That ain't for any ordinary bitch. It, it comes um, with a lot of maintenance. It either has to be the perfect timing, mm-hmm. or you have to be like actively wanting to find. I have to be like ready person. to expand my circle. Like I'm, I am shocked that I weaseled my way, <laughs> or that actually more so you weaseled your way. Well, sometimes two orbits, right? Just kind okay. of okay. Back to the drugs and happen. floating into back the ocean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I agree. I feel like you do give off this like I'm nice. I'm friends with everybody, and you are. It's not that you're mm-hmm. not, but I think that that vibe can give people the impression that like your inner circle is like open for debate when like it's very minimal and you like it that way because it's not that you can control it but that it's like it feels more like you can keep tabs on what you can and can't do inside your inner circle is that i don't know maybe that's not i kind of see what you're saying there it's kind of confusing yeah it's not like i my inner circle isn't just this huge space right Mm -hmm. like once it's full it's full yeah. And, like, I'm just, like, I would love to let you in, but there's no more room. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But, like, the bar is, like, already, like, totally packed. So, like, let's see who's on the inside. This Samantha, parking structure. George, Imogen Walters is on. Yeah, is in my inner definitely. circle. 
Um, if you you're naming people right now because there's probably people that are listening to this and they're like think they're fucking my, a like so if you're listening to this and think you're in my inner circle you're I'm part so of sorry that's the one no, wait, no, I was if, just saying no if you're listening <laughs> if you're listening to this yes sweetie you are in my inner circle <laughs> yeah you should start naming things because I'm pretty sure that circle is literally girls. done mwah, now. Mwah, mwah. Inner circle. <laughs> Love you all. Me, George, Imogen, and that's it. Like, <laughs> Wait, I'm sure there's more people. There is, but like, you can't start you know, naming there's people. There's the core circle, and then no, you can't. No, but no, then you're... there's the circle. <laughs> no, you're there's the there's the circle just right outside. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where everyone else is. I also have a very closed. <laughs> circle mm-hmm. um i would say yours is more fluid yeah mine is more fluid permeable osmotic that's a very Pe- gemini mood people come in and out it's mutable it's mutable for sure anyways speaking of which i'd like to take a second to uh thank our speaking of which podcast inner circle no. um, <laughs> all of you who are naming if you are this- on this list you're in my inner circle <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank Miranda O, Rebecca PK, Kate B, SG, Lisa P, Dorothy E, Karen R, Stacy, Jennifer L, Alyssa S, Jesse H, Amy F, Phil K, Lindsay M, Teresa D, Dominic B, Julie C, and David B. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. If you are listening to this and you would like to support the podcast, there should be a link in any of the description box on the platform that you're listening to. You can support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month, $5 a month, even $10 a month. Um, You know, we love doing this every week uh we don't really have like a patreon or other ways in which you know you can donate so if you would like to support monthly it would really really help us out and if you don't and you just listen and you enjoy it that's cool too we want to thank you for tuning in um sharing the podcast is always a really really great way to help us if you can't contribute financially so Anytime you share, it really, really helps us out. And we have a beautiful new iconic uh, thumbnail for our podcast. So it needs to be shown off. It needs needs to be, it needs some compliments. It needs to be seen. So, you know, do your work. And thank you again to our supporters. We really, really appreciate it. Anything else to add? Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Christmas. Holiday. Happy happy Yule. Happy Hanukkah. Wait, hold on. Wait, next next episode, can we say supporters? Hi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've already made Skylar watch The Grinch Grinch with Jim Carrey twice. (laughs) And I want to watch it again. Betty. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. We love you. Thank you.